I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. That or uh, his Dudeness or uh, Judah or El Duderino. If you're not into the whole brevity thing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Phil Bettering proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world, Aaron Talks Films. I'm back. I really apologise to uh, the regular listeners out there. I'm not sure how many followers I've got, how many downloads I've got exactly, but I know there's people out there listening, and I apologise for the, uh, the the long wait for this next episode. I... Uh, what did I do? Yes, I, I decided to take one weekend off. Um, I am the co-host on the Feel Better show with my good friend Phil Better. Uh, we pre-recorded an episode during the week, and uh, so we didn't have to record Saturday. And I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm going to take the weekend off because it's been a it's been a long few weeks. I'm very tired, uh, feeling very run down. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what happened last week. Um, I'm pretty sure I took another week off as well, but I can't remember why. Like I say, it's just it gets very busy. Life does get in the way. Um, yeah, that's just that's just what it is, you know. I, I, like I say, I apologise, but hey, I'm back. I'm here. I'm I'm ready to go to talk to you about the news. Oh, we got so much news. As you can probably guess, we have uh, sequel news from Spider-Man No Way Home news. In case you didn't know, that took over the internet a few weeks ago, and it was everywhere. Uh, Expendables news, uh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson news. I'm very excited about that. Jungle Cruise news. It's 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 the weakest sequels. Spoiler alert. Uh, 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 Train to Busan news. Oh, I've not seen that yet. I'm really excited to watch that. Uh, Top Gun Maverick news. Sorry, I'm going through my notes here. I probably should have reread these before, so I do apologise for the ers and the ums that you get, but hey, that's life. Uh, Keanu Reeves news. Ben Affleck accountant news. Yep, uh, not the accountant of Ben Affleck, but the movie starring Ben Affleck called The Accountant. Uh, and some Rick and Morty news. <laughs> I do love me a bit of Rick. So, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home, like I say, just a couple of weeks ago, that exploded and just took over the whole internet. I did a, uh, what do you call it, a trailer reaction. Yeah, I waited all day to watch that trailer, and it was incredible. And then me and Phil broke it down in the Phil Better show uh, in the pre-recorded episode that I mentioned earlier. Yes, we, we sat down and watched that trailer and really just dissected it as best that we could. But, yeah, it's been revealed that the uh, runtime, for Spider-Man and No Way Home will be... I've lost it. Oh, no, 150 minutes. I apologise. <laughs> yes, 150 minutes. That's two and a half hours of Spider-Man. Now, I said uh, to Phil that... I, I seem to be dropping his name quite a lot now. Hi, Phil. Everyone say hi to Phil. Um, yeah, two and a half hours. Sometimes when you hear that about a movie, you think, well, oh, that's a bit long. That's two and a half hours. That That's just, that's just too much. For a movie like this, is it long enough? Now, there's so much that we know is going on in this movie. Uh, is it going to be long enough to get all of that in? We we know that uh, Doc Ock appears, Alfred Molina, one of the greatest castings in all of uh, superhero movies. Uh, Willem Dafoe should be returning as the Green Goblin. We, we heard his laugh and we saw some Goblin bombs, so he should be there. Uh, amongst... A, a whole host of different characters from the Spider-Man universe, the movies across the board that have been out for the last 20 years. 
is two and a half hours going to be enough to expand this story that we're going to get? You know, Peter opened, or not Peter himself, but with the help of Doctor Strange, opens up this multiverse, the Spider-Verse, and all of these different villains turn up, as, as well as the whole story arc that's going on throughout the movie, all the, all the twists and surprises that we're going to get. Is two and a half hours going to be long enough when you think about credits and end credits and end credit scenes and all of this sort of stuff? I'm hoping it is long enough to do the story justice. I just hope too much is not crammed in there and it just feels kind of rushed just to get to that runtime. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited either way. I cannot wait for this movie. It's, it's so close to December. Yes, Expendables news. Um, I have not seen any Expendables movies. Um, I can't bring myself to watch them as much as I am a lover of 80s and early 90s action hero movies. This should be, you know, the be all and end all when it comes to those kind of movies. I should have been the first in line to watch these, but I just cannot bring myself to do it. I don't know what it is. There's just a little something about the Expendables that I just look at and think, do you know what? I don't want to watch these movies, but I will. I'm going to get around to them eventually because I know they're popular. I know there's some good stuff in there. I've, I've heard some good things uh, throughout all the bad things. But yeah, that trilogy is there and they are coming with uh, number four, Expendables number four, and it is officially happening. Yes, Sylvester Stallone is going to return. Now, jumping on board with this movie are 50 Cent. That's right. Uh, rapper turned actor. Is he still a rapper? I'm not quite sure. He's a pretty decent actor. He's getting better of each role that he takes on. Mr. 50 Cent. Good addition to the cast, you know, for that kind of movie. Again, I don't know really what happens in these movies. So, you know, uh, 50 Cent is a good actor and he's a great addition to any cast. Megan Fox, uh, she is really coming along in this kind of femme fatale role that she has going now. She's she's a very pretty good looking actress, but she's more than that. You know, she's a, she's a very good actress and she's uh, getting to that point now where she's becoming an action star in her own right. She was in... Uh, a movie about some kind of line. I've not seen it, but the trailer looked very good. I think it was like Raw or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, she she's turning into that kind of, you know, I can play any kind of role sort of actress that, you know, is, is kind of expected nowadays in Hollywood. You know, if you want to make a real good name for yourself, you need to be able to do it all across the board. And the most interesting one is Tony Jaa. Now again, I, I, the, the the kind of Asian cinema, I'm not I'm not very I'm not really into. I'm not I'm not really caught up with a lot of it. You know, I remember back in the nineties, Jackie Chan and Jet Li were everywhere, and I've seen a few of their movies, but it's not really my kind of thing. I do like a good action movie. I saw um, oh, what's the movie? Uh, oh, I can't think of it. It's it's the Raid, the brilliant movie, absolutely brilliant. I love the Raid. I thought it was really good. But yeah, Tony Jaa, um, that that actor, that 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 aura that he has is the perfect. I know I said this with Fifty Cent and Megan Fox, but if you're looking for the perfect actor to cast in an Expendables movie, from what I know of the Expendables, you know the kind of action that we get with that. Tony Jaa kind of epitomizes that, doesn't he? That's the sort of person that you want on board when it comes to this gung ho action, you know no frills, no spills kind of thing, then, yeah, Tony Jaa is a perfect. So, yeah, Expendables 4 is coming. Maybe I should finally jump on that trilogy and then go and check it out in the cinemas. Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson are getting back together. That's right. Uh, Captain America and Black Widow herself, are. Uh, they have signed on to star in a uh, romantic action adventure. 
uh, uh, is underway and it's going to be uh, it's an upcoming project for Apple TV Plus, which seems to be gaining quite a lot of steam. I seem to be hearing about that every week. Every uh, week, the movie is called Ghosted. Uh, details are being kept under wraps, but it is being described as a. Uh, pff, uh, it, it's in the vein of Romance in the Stone. Who remembers those incredible movies with with Kurt Russell, Kathleen Turner from the eighties? Absolutely. I am so on board for this idea. Chris Evans, absolutely great. He needs to branch out and do more stuff. Like I say, he's known as Captain America, but he's a very, very good actor, and he, he definitely needs to be in more stuff. Not that the Captain America role has, you know, kind of put a stigma on him. He's still very well known for all the different roles he does, and he's very good at what he does. But it's nice now that they can now sort of branch out and leave that, that path behind them, if that kind of makes sense. But, yeah, there's such a good... Uh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson have such good chemistry on the screen because they've been friends since they were children. Since they were very, very young, they've had this lifelong friendship and it's nice to see that on screen and it's going to be so good to finally see it in another movie. I just I just want them two to get together. And I love this idea of the, uh, the, the romantic action movie that, you know, we don't really get a lot these days. And if we do, it's very tacky. I want... I wanted to take it back to the originals, like I say, like Romance in the Stone and uh, what's uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, that kind of thing. You know, them sort of epitome of 80s action romance sort of movies. I, I can't wait for this. Speaking of getting actors back together, who loves a good segue? Jungle Cruise 2 is officially happening. I adore Jungle Cruise. It is such a good movie. I finally... When I finally sat down and watched it, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put this on. It's, you know, it's your typical kind of Disney movie. Dwayne and Rock Johnson's very good, but, you know, he's, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get when, when it comes to a Dwayne Johnson movie. But, oh, my God, it was incredible. Just action-packed, funny. The best way to describe it, it is the original Pirates of the Caribbean but with the rock, you know, it's that kind of feel, you know, when you first watched Pirates of the Caribbean, just how intense that was and how, how engrossed you got in those movies. That's what the jungle cruise is. And it's, it's this new Disney phenomenon, but yeah, Disney too, it is happening. And the original cast are returning. Like I said, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt and Jack Whitehall, who played Emily Blunt's brother in that movie. Uh, and the director, Shaum Coletzera, I do apologise if I mispronounce that, but yeah, I can't wait for this. It's incredible. Like I say, definitely go out and check out Jungle Cruise. The Mummy, that's the sort of movie I was thinking of. It has the kind of mummy vibe, the Pirates of the Caribbean vibe, that action adventure, but with just a little tiny, tiny little bit of silliness in it, just enough to, to make you, you chuckle and, and, you know, get get a lot more thrills out of a movie like that. I can't wait. I, you know, I just, I just cannot begin to think of what they're going to do with the sequel after the way the first one ended up, you know, spoilers, go and check it out. Great movie. Yeah. So as we spoke about earlier, when it comes to, you know, Asian cinema, uh, the South Korean zombie flick, as they call it, train to Busan, I've heard such good things about that and I've been wanting to watch it for so long, but it's not on any good streaming sites and, and, you know, trying to find a, a good copy of that is very, very difficult. I, I, I'm i going to put all of my effort into watching that and uh, the sequel, I can't remember what the sequel was called, but I love a good zombie movie. I love a, a, a unique zombie movie. 
Zombies on a train. What more can you want? Yeah, I, I need to get around to watching that. But it is going to get a US remake. Uh, earlier this year, Deadline reported that New Line was in negotiations with uh, Timo Tiarhanto to direct the flick, uh, which will be based on the original Train to Busan. But yeah, I... I'm fine with that. Again, I've not seen Trains Boost on yet, but I, I, I've heard so much good, so many good things. Um, but the only problem is a lot of these uh, remakes of Asian, Asian uh, movie originals don't always seem to do well. Uh, I saw Old Boy with Josh Brolin. I thought that was a good movie. I haven't seen the original, but that did not receive good reviews. Uh, the other one that kind of jumps out to me is The Ring and all them sort of uh, really paranormal ghost movies. Um that are based on uh, Asian originals. They never do too well. They never get the uh, the good reviews that they are, I suppose they're expecting. But, yeah, it's fine. I mean, they're going to make these sort of movies because Hollywood are running out of original ideas. But, yeah, I can't wait to finally watch Train to Busan. And and the, the, the sequel, was it Peninsula? I'm, I'm sure it was something like that. Along those lines, I can't remember. I do apologise. But, yeah, it's happening. Okay, just briefly on the uh, Top Gun Maverick news, and it also includes Mission Impossible 7. Uh, they have both been pushed back uh, until next year um, because the release of those movies, I must say, uh, because of uh, there's been a spike of cases uh, of the COVID-19 Delta variant across the US, and it's kind of uh, put Paramount into a point where they have to delay the release of these movies because... Um, yeah, filming cannot go ahead uh, as scheduled, so a lot of this stuff is being pushed back. We all know that what's going on, a lot of movies that were supposed to be released, they're being pushed back and back and back. Uh, but because Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible are being pushed back uh, until next year, that has caused a knock-on effect for Mission Impossible 8, which will now be released in 2023. I'm gutted. Uh, obviously, when it comes to health, the main priority is the actors and the, the directors and the, everyone in everyone involved in the whole production of these movies. Their health is paramount. I did not mean to make a pun there. That was not intended. Um, their health is is the most important thing. So if they have to take certain precautions and delay filming, then fine, they have to do that. I really enjoy Mission Impossible movies. I cannot wait for the next installments. But yeah, these people's uh, those those people's health is the most important thing. So push it back as long as they need to to make sure everyone is healthy and safe and and well. Uh, just a quick one on Keanu Reeves. The Keanu Reeves <laughs> news. It's not really a big news story. It's kind of uh, clutching at straws, as you would, would would call it. But I thought it was quite funny, so I'll just include a little note here. Um, Marvel, <laughs> the official uh, Twitter account of Marvel, wished Keanu Reeves a happy birthday this week. Um, now, that has sent fans into absolute meltdown, uh, mainly because for a long time, Keanu Reeves has been mooted to be... Uh, to join the the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, for a long time he was very close to becoming uh, uh, go uh, no oh what's his name I can't think of it uh, but that that role ended up going to Oscar Isaacs um, Moon Knight that's it I nearly called him Ghost Knight that, I knew that wasn't right but yeah Moon Knight uh, a long for a long time Keanu Reeves was very close to becoming Moon Knight. Uh, 
But yeah, uh, for Keanu Reeves' 57th birthday, uh, Marvel wished him a happy birthday. Fans went completely nuts, and then Marvel deleted the tweet. And I just think that's quite funny because, you know, Keanu Reeves has probably been in talks with Marvel for a, for a little while because it's Keanu Reeves. Let's face it, he's going to join the MCU eventually. Um, but yeah, I just think it's funny that they wished him a happy birthday. Everyone was like, well, he's obviously in the MCU. He's obviously going to be um, the new Iron Man. I don't know. But yeah, I just thought it was quite funny because it, it could be very much nothing. But, it, you know, people clutch at straws, especially people on the internet and this whole crazy world of, you know, film and and TV and this whole thing where we can't wait to get certain actors in certain roles. I just think it's hilarious. OK, a little secret for you. Um, I was really looking forward to The Accountant starring Ben Affleck uh, when that was finally released. Uh, I didn't see it in cinemas. I waited for it to come onto TV. <laughs> this was quite a long time ago. It finally came onto TV. I sat down to watch it and I fell asleep halfway through. Um, so I actually missed the rest of the movie. I have not yet gone back and watched it. And this is not a knock on the movie. It was not boring by any stretch. Um, it was actually very interesting. I was really enjoying it. But I was just very, very tired at the time. So I woke up and, you know, the credits had rolled and the movie was over. Um, I just not have... I've, I've not found... The t- I say I've not found the time. I've had plenty of time. I just not got around to the point of trying to re-watch it but i know it's a good movie uh so much so that the accountant 2 is happening and it you know ben affleck and john burnfall uh are going to be returning for it i don't even remember john burnfall being in that movie but yeah uh the uh the director of that movie basically came out and said that yeah it is happening uh very very early stages you know, these sort of things take a lot of time to get going. But, yeah, it's going to happen. And great. Maybe it gives me a reason to finally rewatch the account. And last but not least, the Rick and Morty thing. I'm not sure if this is just a um, an advertising stunt or whether it's a real thing. I actually do not have a clue what is going on. I know season five of Rick and Morty is currently being shown uh, on Adult Swim. But yeah, this week a it, it it was called a teaser. Uh, a Rick and Morty teaser was dropped this week by um Adult Swim. It is ten, maybe fifteen seconds long max, but we see uh the famous garage, the uh the, the Rick's sort of lab in the garage. The the green portal opens up, uh, and uh, you know, two legs, two sets of legs kind of come stumbling through. It's the brown trousers and the blue trousers of Rick and Morty, and everyone's like, Wow, that's cool. Camera pans up, it is Christopher Lloyd and Jada Martell, uh, from it, and uh, is he in? Yes, he's in Stranger Things as well. So, Christopher Lloyd is Rick, Jada Martell is Morty. And they're both kind of standing there and they have this little back and forth for a couple of seconds. And then it just cuts to black. What, 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 what is going on? You know, it's 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 everywhere at the moment, especially for big Rick and Morty fans. But, yeah, they have they unveiled this new kind of live action clip and the Internet's gone crazy. You know, people are very excited. People are very scared. People are upset that Christopher Lloyd has been cast in that place in, in, in place of Rick. I think it's great casting because the original, the, 
the original incarnation of Rick and Morty was based on Back to the Future, like very loosely based. Doc and Marty, Rick and Morty, come on, it speaks for itself. So yeah, having Christopher Lloyd in that role is great. But again, is this is this going to be a thing? Are they going to do a whole uh, episode live action? Are they going to do a movie? Is it just an incredible piece of advertising? I don't know what is going on. I really don't. It's absolutely crazy, but I love it. For something that is only like 15 seconds long, I'm all for it. I think it's great. And, yeah, I, I just want to see more now. I really do. And although I don't think it was him, but seeing Christopher Lloyd kind of burp and do the typical kind of Rick motions was just incredible. That is it for this week's news. I'm sure there's plenty more news out there, but that's what Google is for. Um, <laughs> I I fell down a very deep rabbit hole this week. Um, every day I kind of go through Netflix, Amazon Prime, Now TV, Disney Plus, um, what other uh, things have I got? Uh, Shudder, even YouTube, trying to find like movies and stuff to watch. And... On my kind of daily uh, search, I was on Netflix, scrolling through, and I thought, well, I just want to watch a movie. I just want to put something on in the background while I'm doing some other stuff. I thought, I'll just chuck on How I Met Your Mother, because I remember a few weeks ago I was discussing How I Met Your Father, the uh, spin-off to one of my favourite shows. So, yeah, I thought, I'll just watch an episode of How I Met Your Mother just while I'm doing, you know, housework, doing a bit of cleaning. This was on uh, Tuesday, I believe. It is now, as of recording, Sunday, and I'm on season six. Yes, so my my week has been solely dedicated to How I Met Your Mother. Um, I, I just adore the show. I really do. I think the, the lead characters are incredible. They, they all bounce off each other very well. We all sort of, parts of our... Um, personalities and emotions you can kind of put into the different characters and it's it's a great set of characters it's very much like friends from the 90s you know you kind of take bits of their characters and you know you can see it in your own personality and it's the same with how i met your mother um i just think the whole gang is incredible i think the the best thing about how i met your mother is the continuity from episode one apart from the odd little thing here and there their continuity is spot on. You know, there could be little tiny remarks that were made in episode one of season one. And in season six, episode 15, they'll kind of call back to it, you know. And it's incredible because a lot of shows don't do that. You know, and they take their time and they put so much effort into making that happen. And I just think it's it's so well done. And it's just absolutely amazing how they do it. And I just... I think the show is brilliant. You know, the little things that you see in the background that you don't always see first time, but then you go back and rewatch it. You know, think little things like, um, I don't know why my mind went to this, but the, the episode where, spoiler alert, Marshall's dad unfortunately dies. Very sad, very, very emotional episode. But it has a countdown to that moment in the background. There are numbers counting down to that exact moment when Marshall hears the news. It's little things like that that just blow you away. And I think it's incredible. It's emotional. It's funny. It's, you know, it's sad. It's 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 inventive. It's just all of these different things. And I highly recommend it. If, if you are a fan of those kind of sitcoms, definitely go out of your way. It's on Netflix now. All 
uh, nine series, I believe they got to in the end. And it's actually making me look forward to How I Met Your Father and what they're going to do with that show. Speaking of shows, this is the end of mine. It's been, it feels like I've not done this in so long. It's only been like two weeks, but I have missed this. It has been fun. Um, I, yeah. So, yeah, it's the end of the show. It's been fun. I've had fun. I hope you've had fun. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. But, yeah, come and find me across social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, um, Letterboxd, uh, anything, really, any YouTube. Well, how could I forget YouTube? That's what I'm trying to make a living with. But, yeah, it's Aaron Talks Films all across the board. Come and find me. Like I say, I'm the co-host on the Feel Better Show every Saturday night. Go and find Feel Better Show on, t- on uh, not TikTok, YouTube. Uh, go back and watch, uh, listen to some of our, our previous episodes. It's it's great fun working with Phil. Uh, and, yeah, he, he does this as well. So everyone give a shout-out to Phil and say how great Phil is. Thank you, Phil. But, yeah, that's the end of the show. I hope you're all ha- uh, healthy, safe, and well, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Uh, oh, I can't remember my sign-off phrase. I'm trying to do this thing where I do the sign-off phrase and I completely forgot what it is. Uh, If I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening and good night. That's the one.